The past couple of years at Hopscotch Music Festival, I've camped out at Raleigh Memorial Auditorium and chilled. Now, by its very nature, this is very unhopscotch. The point of the festival is to hop, skip, jump, and rock around downtown Raleigh and see as many bands as you can. But for me lately, the best part about Hopscotch has been hanging out at the Performing Arts Center at the south end of Federal Street with an overpriced whiskey and beer and listening to some of the most talented acts ever to grace the stages. Two years ago, it was Mount Moriah who played their entire catalog at the time. You were always wild and hostiled your head. Cheekbones rouge and dancing shoes painted sea. Last year, it was Phil Cook, who was debuting his solo album, Southland Mission. Such a delight. I also discovered Grandma Sparrow in the Kennedy Theater, the hidden practice space in the basement of the Performing Arts Complex. Until you hear me say, Obadiah, Sacrilias, Existential Mother's What a weird and wonderful act. One of the beautiful surprises that Hopscotch always seems to hold. And in true Hopscotch fashion, I've always walked away with new favorites, like Natalie Prass. indie jam band from Boston, Quilt. This year, I returned to the auditorium for a gorgeous performance by Eric Bachman. He performed a bare-bones set with just his guitar and two backup singers, one of whom was Skylar Gudaz, an incredibly talented member of the Merge Records and Triangle Music family. Carolina, happy. He was soulful, simple, and honest, without the hype that sometimes accompanies hopscotch performances. 
It was a lovely set that led into a raucous show by folk rockster Andrew Byrne. Hopscotch incorporated the performing arts complex in its venue list from the beginning, and because of that, added a level of maturity not seen at other festivals. The venue allows for a thoughtful alternative to the sweaty, fist-pumping action you usually see at the poorhouse or slims. But this year, the venerable auditorium saw its stage become a dance club as local legend Boulevards jumped out into the audience, dancing on chairs to the utter delight of everyone there. Imagine that for a second. Seat surfing in the same auditorium that hosts the North Carolina Symphony, NC Opera, and Carolina Ballet. Only at Hopscotch does that happen. But it's Fletcher Opera House, with its intimacy, that made me fall hard for Hopscotch and with Raleigh again. It was five years ago. It was my first hopscotch. I had bounced around the city center all weekend and ended up finishing my night at Fletcher Opera House. I was tired, sweaty, exhausted, my feet throbbing and ears ringing. My buddy Jake and I sat down in the seats near the front and listened to Lamb Chop, the alt-country band from Nashville. Fronted by Kurt Wagner, full band filled the front of the stage at Fletcher, and they played the hushed, melancholy tones of Mr. M, their latest album at the time, and Wagner's bittersweet commentary on love. When I saw that Lamb Chop was returning this year to Hopscotch, I showed up early to Fletcher, and again, lost myself in Kurt's new melodies, now enhanced with electronic touches, subtle yet perfect for his understated style. His performance was, as it was five years ago, soothing and lovely, a balm that eased me into a sublime feeling that Raleigh was home and would always be home. Thought made you stay.
that feeling was something I told Hopscotch director and co-founder Greg Lowenhagen about a couple of years ago. So, you know, a lot of people have told us that they've made major life decisions. You know, some people have <laughs> on the West Coast. And, you know, there's uh, Donna Orr, who uh, works for us, is, uh, helps um, you know, stage manage in City Plaza now, came here. Um, maybe the first one. And, and her and her best friend ended up relocating to Durham. They run a great small business now called Dear Hearts. Um, and they're, they're awesome people. But she, I think part of the decision to make the final move was to was hopscotch weekend you know a lot right. of people are visiting on hopscotch weekend and then potentially saying but so just and not every week the flaming lips don't play every week <laughs> no no of course not but the idea is that we hear so much negativity because of the way the internet works like in terms of like you know mostly facebook now is just used to like there's not a lot of people that are just on there like awesome i mean there are it's great but like you're not going to get on Facebook and, you know, tell that whole story. We don't get to hear that as much as, you know, the 360 days that we're planning it is a lot of sort of like, why'd you do this? And, man, why did you put tickets on sale then? And, you know, there's just little griping things. But then you hear a story like that and you're like, that's why we do this. Greg is leaving Hopscotch. This year was his last festival. He and his cohorts, first Grayson Curran and now Nathan Price, created something special. And now, thankfully that is lasting. I once wrote something to the effect of, you can go anywhere in the world, and when someone asks you about Raleigh, you can say, well, for one thing, we have hopscotch. The city has forever changed for the better because of Greg Lowenhaken's efforts, and I, for one, am eternally grateful. Hopscotch will change. It has to, as all things must do. It won't always be like the first time you experienced the music festival. But each year, you can always find greatness and surprises. And if you stand still long enough, you'll find flashes of beauty that remind you of that first special time. That time that made you feel young, real, and alive all at the same time. And it seemed that the music would never end.